Hi, I'm Zora Chase, and you're listening to Small to Scaled, the podcast that explores how accomplished business leaders went from vision to venture. In these conversations, you'll hear about their experiences and take away some practical wisdom that might help your business scale to whatever size fits. In scaling a great business, how many times have you heard about the importance of building a value system, like fostering the spirit of collaboration, remaining trustworthy, and coming through for people? Remember in episode one of this podcast, you heard James Hanrahan say that you should never take for granted the people you meet. Pay attention to everyone. Don't underestimate the quiet person in the room because you never know who might be your most valuable connection. So I've been thinking a lot about that And this concept really resonates with me because I just discovered BNI. They are the world's largest networking group with over 9,500 chapters in 72 countries. And it was all started right here in the San Gabriel Valley of Southern California 36 years ago with one chapter. So I joined that chapter and it's a group that I really appreciate their values. Um, They basically frown upon a salesman who's gonna give an elevator speech and hand out business cards. The entire foundation is based upon the phrase, givers gain. This is a culture that rewards entrepreneurs who do well for others. It's about business people helping other business people and everything they do centers around collaboration and cooperation. They don't teach this stuff in school, let me tell you. So I'm so excited today to talk about the power of networking, and there's none better to join in this discussion than our guest today, Mike Adre. Mike is the CEO, Executive Director at the BNI Founding Region. You will love his unconventional rise to the C-suite. He joined BNI to market and grow his handyman construction business. Listen to this. After taking all the advanced training courses that they offered, Mike was then able to stop almost all other forms of advertising for his business because his BNI referrals were basically responsible for most of his new business. So just to grasp the volume of this, after seven years, Mike was able to generate over a million dollars in referrals for other BNI members and was also able to receive over $1 million in closed business from referrals that he got through BNI. So that those, those are some big numbers. Um, so today, Mike is living his passion. I'm so excited to have him share his thoughts on how we can all use networking to secure um, and scale our business. Mike, thank you for being on our, our podcast. A huge welcome to you. Thank you. It's uh, a pleasure to be here. Um, well, I know that um, you started out very interestingly in your family's trade business, and now you are the CEO, executive director, and franchise owner with BNI, which is a networking group for business owners and entrepreneurs. What is that? Fe- How does that feel looking back? You know, if you were to talk to your thirty-year-old self, saying, "I'm on this, I'm on this track to be in in the construction business," and and I know you've done retail for um, you know different construction type businesses. Um, what do you say to that person now that was on the rise in, in that area? Um, I would say you are not going to believe what the future has in store for you. <laughs> um, to, 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 my life today is uh, surreal to say the least. Um, I never could have imagined this in my future, um, and I would. I would say that I attribute it all to having having faith and saying yes to as many things as possible, even though saying yes is somewhat counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when I was given the opportunity to become a BNI director, um, and that's this is when I was still a member uh, in another region, I discovered that I had a passion that I didn't even know existed, and that was helping other people grow their business um, by learning um, how to maximize their business exposure and referral generation through the BNI system. And becoming a director opened the door to me buying a franchise. And now I kind of tell people I no longer have to work because I'm doing what I'm passionate about. So it really doesn't feel like work anymore. Oh my gosh. That is, I think the ultimate goal is to be so engrossed in what you're doing that it is just a joy and you're doing it and you get satisfaction from helping others and, and doing something that you love at the same time. It's amazing. Absolutely. Um, since you are the expert at, at using networking, since that's what you do um, as a marketing resource, I'd love for you to tell our audience how marketing can be viewed as a resource, whether you are just starting a business or you have a business, but it's time to scale. How do we do that with networking? Yeah. So, well, here's what networking does that, that most people don't realize is that it opens the doors of possibility. If you don't network, then you end up staying in your safe place. And I like to say you're likely the smartest room, smartest person in the room. And you're likely the only person in the room if you're a solopreneur. If you're the smartest mm-hmm. person in the room, a lot of people will tell you you're probably in the wrong room. Um, many people say that um, you are the product or the sum of the five people you hang around the most. And so if you network with a purpose and are always looking for smarter people to hang out with, then you are opening the path to personal and professional growth by your networking efforts. I understand that. But how do you look at it so it doesn't feel like you are talking to somebody for personal gain. Like, tell me about the the giver's gain philosophy so that, that people don't have that slimy salesperson feeling when they're, they, they think they're networking. You know, you- so that that's a hard one to explain. And the best way that I can put it into words is the best feeling in the world is to give something to somebody. And people are, in today's society, when somebody comes up to give you something, we oftentimes look at it with, well, what's the hook? What's in it for you? What's okay? Wh- what am I not seeing here? Right. But when you understand that you're in a room full of people that are um, invested in your success and they don't come up to you and say, hey, buy my product or service or, hey, you know, you know who can you connect me with that can buy this from me? But when they come up to you and say, hey, Mike, how can I help you achieve your goals? Like, what can I do to help you? And we have a room full of people saying that it becomes real at that point, And it becomes um, it's very humbling to see that there's a room full of professionals that are waiting to help you. And, and that's where the giver's game comes in, because they know that if they help you find your goals and succeed, that you're likely going to want to do the same for them. It's kind of that law of reciprocity. Got it. So it's not like going to a conference and trying to collect business cards and hand out your business card and and um, just try. I feel like that's sort of 
fruitless many times and and there's no you're not building trust you're not building any collaboration um, all of those things that that have that feel good effect that you're talking about um, are lost when it's like a one way channel exactly and when you're collecting those business cards from people really all that it, when somebody hands you a business card at that kind of an event really all it is is an opportunity to cold call them mm-hmm. and you know who wants to do cold calling and Certainly, nobody wants to be cold called. And so it's it's actually kind of funny when you look at that environment. You go to an event like that, and there's a room full of people exchanging business cards. Um, and everybody is there to sell. But nobody's finding success because what they don't realize is there are no buyers in the room. You're in a room full of sellers. Everyone's trying to sell to each other, but nobody wants to buy. Right. Right. Do you have a story? Uh, I, I mean, a million dollars in referrals is is a lot of money. Um, do you have a story either one way or the other? Either someone, either you got a referral or someone gave you a referral that um, really stands out? Yeah. So this was, uh, so my largest referral I received um, from BNI um uh, ended up in you know, over three hundred thousand dollars in revenue for my company, and um, it was a referral from a financial advisor um, who um, was in our chapter, and that's one of the hardest people in the world to give a referral to um, because there's so much trust um, that needs to go into passing off that referral, and yeah. you have to be in a high position with the person that you're trying to refer to that financial advisor. So that's a very difficult referral to give. Yeah. But what I did for this financial advisor is um, I practiced giver's gain in a little bit different way. I couldn't give him a referral, but what I did is I became a BNI mentor for him. And I spent time teaching him how to practice giver's gain and how to um, build trust uh, and relationships by helping other people achieve their success, which was very harmonious with his business because that's what he's all about is helping people create that that future life that they want. And so it resonated with him. And so I spent a lot of time with him in one-on-one meetings and 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 just sharing with ways that that he could help people um, within B and I. And by doing so, he was able to then start receiving referrals from people in the chapter that were in a position to give him those high trust referrals. Like he started receiving referrals from the CPA in the group, who mm-hmm. obviously knows a lot about a person's finances. That's right. And so one day he came to me and he said, Mike, I have a referral for you. And it's one of my oldest clients. And they're looking to uh, remodel their house. And um, they came to me because they wanted to do some financial planning for it. And I realized it was going to be a very large remodel. And I told them that there was only one person that I would suggest they talk to. And so I mentioned your name to them and they want to meet you. And that referral started out about $250,000. And by the time we were done, it was over $300,000. And what was really great about it was in the middle of that referral, I was actually able to pass a referral to another member in our chapter to then redo the outside of the house, the swimming pool, 
the outdoor kitchen. And that was over a hundred thousand dollar referral that I was able to give to somebody else. Oh my God. Okay. All of this, that's $400,000, no cold calling, you know, no, no sweating it out and, and actually no money on marketing. You're just, just working well, with and, people. And the, absolutely. And the amazing part was when I went and met with these people and, you know, we talked about what they wanted to do and we, we took several meetings to kind of put together a plan for what they wanted to do and, and put together some budgets and things like that. And once we sat down and did that, they just simply said, well, when can you start? And I was kind of shocked. And I'm like, this is a big project. And they said, yeah, we know, but we're not taking any other bids. David said, you're the guy to use. So we're trusting David and we're trusting that you're going to be fair with us. So just tell us when you can start. Oh, that's phenomenal. That is the power of referral and trustworthiness. That's amazing. Love that story. That Thanks for sharing that with us. Um, I was wondering, um, how would one make networking more of a habit or more of a routine? Like, what should we be thinking about as we go about our daily business to um, just have networking in mind? Or, or is that something that you need to be more structured with? What are your thoughts on that? It absolutely has to be structured. So it's not it's not a, a natural reaction or um, a reflex, if you will. So you have to make a commitment and, and a commitment by itself is not enough because on top of the commitment, you need accountability partners. And I'll tell you why. I often tell people this when, they, when they, we talk about networking and why do they need you know, to be in a group and have those accountability partners. And I ask them, I say, well, if you were to, to try and get in shape, what's the best workout program you could do to get in shape? And they kind of stare at me and like, well, um, I don't know, like, you know, the ab shaper or, you know, they'll mention whatever program. And I'm like, it's whatever one that you will do. That's the one that's going to work for you. And so that's why I felt with BNI because of the structure and the accountability. But I talk about accountability in, in a way that most people don't realize it because accountability is not about somebody beating you over the head saying, hey, you didn't do what you said you were going to do. That's one form of accountability. But in BNI, our accountability is more about ownership and owning what you commit to and then surrounding yourself with people that are telling you, hey, how can we help you achieve your goals? It looks like you may not be on track. What can we do to help you? And that's where that key philosophy of giver's gain uh, comes back into play because they know that if they help me succeed, I'm going to want to help them succeed. Right. Uh, that's, that's really good. So, so no, just winging it. We are not sort of made up to do it that way. It's something that having a guideline and being accountable is going to get you to really to make, it's going to make it effective. That's what you're going to need to do. I get it. I get it. (laughs) Um, that's, that's okay. I mean, for me, I have, you know, as a sole proprietor, I find that, um, I miss the, um, I miss this, the group sales, the meetings that we had as a, as a larger organization and the structure that you get from being in a large organization, the accountability, um, is something that I miss and it's easy to sort of slide and, and give yourself too much leeway to stray from what your goals are. 
um, unless you have something that is accountable. So it's really nice that BNI can kind of be that that beacon that keeps us all on the same track um, for where we want to go. Um, so I think accountability for some people can be really powerful. Indeed. Absolutely. So, um, so I know that you um, are are with the founding region of the BNI, um, which I think is so incredible that 36 years ago it started with one chapter in the San Gabriel Valley, um, with Ivan Meisner starting that, and I think in one or two years he had 20 chapters, and then it grew exponentially from there. But um, but you still have big growth goals for your region. How do you create value for BNI as an organization? And I'm just wondering, how do you market BNI? Well, that's a great question, and I believe we create value for uh, by continually coaching our members to use uh, the the proven methods uh, that we uh, teach throughout BNI. Um, and I do this by telling stories, um, true stories, about how I achieve success in my construction business through BNI, and how I have been able to help hundreds of people successfully grow their business um, through their BNI membership. And really, it's we are the world's largest word-of-mouth marketing organization that nobody has ever heard of because we don't have a big advertising campaign. You won't see us on CNN. You won't see us in the Wall Street Journal. You won't see us in Forbes magazine. It's a word of mouth organization. And so people, uh, our members invite other quality business professionals to be a part of their network. And that's how we grow it. So it's very organic, um, but it's very purposeful because we teach our members to look for very specific professions that they need in a chapter that will allow them to pass referrals to that new member potentially, and in turn to receive referrals back. Okay. And there's, and and this isn't some sort of a, um, a multi-level marketing. There's no money exchange for those referral, you know, the new members or anything like that. Right. Absolutely not. So there's there's no referral fees. There's no, hey, scratch my back. I'll scratch yours. It's really, um, you know, I learn about your business. And I as I the more I know about your business, the more um, I find myself standing in the middle of referral every day. And I can you're going to teach me the things to look and listen for. Um, and when I hear those things or I see those things, I know how to start the conversation and be able to generate the referral for you. And if I do that for you, then you're much more likely to do it for me. But there's there's no quid pro quo. There's no, you know, exchanging of money between members or anything like that. It's just really, I'm going to help you. And if I help you, you're going to want to help me. Got it. That's great. Um, so I want to ask you one final question. It's kind of meant to be a takeaway for our audience. Um, this is if you could copyright anything about your journey into discovery of networking and doing what you're doing now, um, what would that be for our listeners that are striving to grow their vision into a venture? Um, well, it's not something I could copyright because others have already done so, but um, there are some key things that I would um, I coach people to do all the time. 
And there, I, I looking back, I can see some very significant events that that shaped my success. The first one was somebody introduced me to the book The E Myth by Michael Gerber. And I think every um, entrepreneur needs to read that book. Otherwise, um, you don't own a business, you own a job. And he teaches you how to get out of that technician mindset and more into the manager mindset. The second mm -hmm. would be to join or create a peer group. Uh, I'm a part of one, and we actually use the book, uh, The Power of Peers by uh, Leon Shapiro. And the whole idea for that is to invite people that are smarter than yourself to be in that group um, because they're going to they're gonna help you um, work on your business at a much different level than the referral part that you'll generate within your BNI chapter. Okay. The third would be to read the book Profit First by Michael Michalowicz. Um, this was a game changer for me um, after spending, you know, 20 years in a family business, after spending 15 years in a construction business. And then I found this book and I'm thinking, holy smokes, if I would have known this 30 or 40 years ago, um, I would be in a, um, an unbelievable place financially. I'm still in a great place financially, but this has now opened the possibilities uh, even more so. So Profit First by Michael Michalowicz. Okay. I, oh, I'm sorry. How many do you have? So I don't cut I, you I off. I got a total of five. So I got Perfect. two more for you. I love it. Keep going. Okay. Number four is to read and adopt the 12 week year by Brian Moran. This will teach you how to get things done in 12 weeks that most people take 12 months to do. Um, and it's very purposeful and you break everything down into some really uh, significant bite-sized pieces that help you achieve your goals. And every 12 weeks, you reset your goals and, and you achieve your, your next goal. And the last one would be to, of course, either join or start your own BNI chapter. And anything else you want to add to the doing that? Is it a hard thing to do? So joining a chapter... <laughs> um, could be a hard thing to do, depending upon your profession, because we only allow one person per professional specialty in a chapter. But starting a chapter is actually a lot easier than most people think. And we have a dedicated team that will work with people. Uh, and in some professions, it's easier to start a chapter than to join a chapter. Okay, interesting. So that's how the chapters grow so fast. I think you were saying earlier that they're up to about 10,000 chapters now. I think I said 9,500 earlier, but. Yeah, we hit 10, the, the, uh, at the end of 2020, we hit uh, 10,000 chapters globally, and we went over the 275,000 member mark. Wow, that is incredible. Really, really astounding. Um, so um, I will have those books that you mentioned listed in the show notes for this episode so our listeners can access uh, those books and and learn from those they sound absolutely wonderful i mean like yes give me 12 weeks to do a year's worth of, I'm, I'm all over it i'm ready yeah it's amazing <laughs> i love it so um so the final question to you is really going to be um where can we connect with you online or on um linkedin social media um our listeners might want to connect with you um is there a way that we can we can do that absolutely so uh, my email address is mike at 
BNI, like Business Network International, SGV, like San Gabriel Valley.com. So Mike at BNISGV.com. You can visit our website, BNICA.com. You can find me on LinkedIn or on Facebook. It's Mike Adray, A-D-R-A-Y. Um, I'm pretty easy to find. Perfect. Mike, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your day and sharing your story with us, telling us about the power of networking and how to network. Um, I think that's really important. It's, it's, it's different than what most people expect it to be, and it can be very fruitful. So um, thank you for being here today. Uh, it's my pleasure, and uh, I'm, I'm honored that you asked me to be on, so thank you. And everybody else, thank you for listening to our podcast today. This is part of a regular series that we're going to share perspectives of business leaders and entrepreneurs on how a vision became a venture and a dream job. It was created out of my vision to venture with my day job being Chasing Nectar Digital Solutions. And we thrive on helping small to mid-sized businesses use digital to scale their business. So if you like what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast and share with your podcasting friends. I'd love to hear what businesses you're in. Feel free to request a certain topic or speaker anytime. You can email me, zchase at chasingnectar.com. Those will be in the show notes. Um, And for now, we're going to sign off. Let your business scale. Until the next time, keep your vision moving into your venture, everybody. Take care.